Of the internet, EDB here. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett for long. How are you? You know something? There's a uh, old proverb that says, "No man is an island to himself," and that's been, trust me, broken down into many interpretations. I mean, after all, anything is left up to the the human uh, perspective, if you will. You can take one passage from any document and spread it around the room to six or seven different people and I promise you you're going to get 14 different ideas and three of them are going to come from the same person but when you really take a moment to literally get to know someone you'll learn that a lot of what you're dealing with is what they're dealing with a lot of your struggles is their struggles and if these three podcasts have done nothing else for me, they've taught me one valuable lesson. And that is there's someone else out there who feels my pain. There's someone else out there who understands my struggle, that I am not alone and I don't have to fight alone. And more importantly, There's someone out there who's figured out how to deal with the same struggles that I'm dealing with. And if we will pay attention to each other, oh man, the things that we can do, the the dreams that we can have, the goals that we can achieve, I'm telling you, it's a great time to be alive, to be able to chat. More importantly, it's a great time now to listen to this podcast because you're only, as you're listening to this, especially when it's released, nine days in, eight days in, somewhere in there. So we got time to really get that plan together. And I'm going to tell you something. Today's podcast, especially for the content creators who happen to be my heart and soul, this is the podcast that you're going to want to listen to. So I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to pay bills because let's be real. It's in the book, the good book. Money answereth all things. We need it. And then after we do our bill, we're going to listen to our track of the day. And I want you to take that moment to kind of just decompress. I don't remember, please forgive me, because I know it's in one of these podcasts. Either it could have been in this one or it could have been in yesterday's. I'm going to say it was in yesterday's because we talk about athletics in yesterday's podcast and training techniques. So, yeah, Liz, Miss Moose talked about how you have to have a moment to meditate. And I said yesterday how someone uh, told me that I should do yoga before my running trainings. That will help me breathe and help me to make it through the trainings and help me to fight with my breathing problem or asthma mentality. So that's why I put music in these videos. Not because we need a great filler, although that is a good thing. Not because we want to break up the monotony and not just have this one boring, long, drawn out conversation, although that is a thing too. But more importantly, it's an opportunity for you and me to take a moment to just meditate, just lose ourselves in a place of peace and dreaming. 
Does that make sense? I hope so. So anyway, pay the bills. Listen to the track. Have a moment of meditation. And then the next voices you will hear will be part three of my conversation with me and Miss Moose.
Okay, so in our uh, final point, um, this is the other part of me that, you know, I think Liz, Moose, in a in another life, we're probably twins. <laughs> because it seems that, except for the astrophysics part, because you're, you're definitely smarter than I am. But, um, by like light years but um creatively you are i I guess passionately we're kind of on the same level and i might be dumbing you down a little bit so please forgive me for that because to bring you down to my standards is definitely a intelligence reduction but what is your uh creative process if you don't mind me in, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? See, I'm telling you, I'm, it's, it's an intelligence reduction to bring you down to my level. Uh, if you allow me to uh, intrude your creative thinking for a few moments. Well, what, what type of creative work are we talking about? I mean, you're the creative genius here. I, I don't even know where to begin when we're talking about you and creativity. You, you, you are a photographer. You build your own uh, products. You have a a web store where you sell those products, you travel the world taking photos and exploring the world. I mean, do we need to go on here? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I like, I, I have a strong drive to just be creative. I think it's important. Um, I was actually listening to a podcast over the past couple of days. I don't, even remember which one it was because I listen to podcasts pretty much whenever I am awake. And um, well, I guess the music most, people are mad right about now. But go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, most of the stuff I listen to is related to history, so this is one of the history things I was listening to. They were doing some exploration in some old sites somewhere in Egypt or Saudi Arabia or somewhere in that region. And they Lovely like, place. You know what? It, it and it's so old. It's amazing how much happened there thousands of years ago, right? And they were like, okay, so get this straight: the people that lived here couldn't consistently figure out how to feed themselves because they hadn't figured out the tools for hunting and for agriculture yet. But they could consistently figure out how to paint. <laughs> so how to what? They had. How to paint. They, they could paint they were, before they can feed themselves? Exactly. Well, that's an ass they backwards were, priority system. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but they were, they were painting on like cave walls and things before they consistently had a system. And the point that they were getting towards was this human drive to be creative has existed the whole time. Huh. And we... We've known it's existed the whole time because we literally have people thousands of years ago painting on walls before they could figure out how to ensure that the human race lived on. So, so basically, this system of worry about how make how to make the world go round is secondary to being creative. From our instincts, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's basically what you just told me, and I and I, I mean, I like it. I can dig it. Where do we start? <laughs> So, um, it makes sense to me because 
I find that even on days when like, I'm really frustrated and don't know quite what to do, I still want to make something that I think is beautiful or that expresses how we feel or that I can share with people. And I know a lot of people feel the same way and I know many people who will say something like, you know, this is ridiculous and so overwhelmed and I should really clean the house first or something like that. But instead I'm going to paint a picture that shows how I feel. I'm like, no, actually, I think that might be the first thing you should do is get that creative thing out of you and you can feel better because you did that. And maybe then you'll have the energy to tackle some of the other problems because you refueled yourself. Yeah. I think so. Paint that painting. Don't care about the fact that the the grease is hanging off the side of the stove. Just paint the painting. (laughs) No, the roaches are fine. They're fine. Maybe they're coming and look, look, just give them a show. Let the rats see you perform Shakespeare. It's fine. Be yourself. I'm sorry. Go ahead. They'll clap and cheer you on. Exactly. They'll take the little tentacles and go... I'm sorry. Okay. So back to you and your creative process. Because you're, you're right now literally in the basement, I'm assuming. Um, uh, um, I I I God. Sometimes I have to remember that I'm an open book and I tell everything and, and everybody else is not like that. But what I was trying to say is that um, we've been hearing you working on uh, projects as we speak. And it's not really important. Uh, what it is, unless you care to share it, because I don't want to get in your business like oh, that. I'm, I'm just engraving leather right now. It's not super exciting. Yeah, yeah. It probably will be on her website for you to buy in a few minutes. We'll talk about that in a second. But um, so the creative, like it's it's a Sunday. The average American right now is somewhere drunk, <laughs> and you are in a basement painting leather. On a Sunday, who does this? You, of course. Well, I do. So, what 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 drives you to get up on a Sunday morning and go and do this? I mean, what what do you what what, what I, I I get it. You you're not a nine to five person. You're not one of those people who wants to be. Uh, in many cases protected by the system because that's literally what the nine to five process is. It's in some cases a protection by the system, but you're, you're, you're uh, as uh, a buddy of mine once said, you're singing for your dinner in some cases. Uh, but what, what is, what is the process behind your photography, the process behind your uh, leather uh, strapping, if you will. What 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 are you what are you thinking about when you do? What makes you do this stuff? Well, I mean, I guess I'm always just kind of looking at things, and thinking about the ways that I've seen other people do that sort of thing, and then so what could I do differently? What do I dislike about everything that I've seen? What I think would be really cool if I tried instead. I wonder if that would work. And the big part about that is you have to be totally cool with it not working. You have to be comfortable with just being completely separated from it because it's not a reflection of personal failure if your creative process fails. It's it's just one of the, the things that's going to happen. Not everything is a masterpiece. So 
It's like all, it's all a curiosity process. It's wait, really wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on one second. Hold on, because you just you just spoke some sacrilege here. Okay. All right. We have to call the Pope now because you just fucked up. You said, and I quote, "It's okay to fail." I encourage you to fail. It's the only way you're going to succeed. Liz, you're going to hell. <laughs> you do not tell people to fail. That is not right. No. You have to win-win all the time. That is what we do in this country. We win-win. I'm sorry. Am I talking about somebody? So um, help me through that because that is something that I have literally, you know, it, it was funny. I did a project last year as I had to take a breath breath from all of that yelling and screaming. That'll, that'll take a toll on your body, people. This, this is entertainment some ways, and I, I damn near kill myself to do it. So just keep that in mind. Um, but... The project I did was an habitual failure. And I walked in the room and it was business leaders in this room, Moose. Top of the line for this town. And they said, Eric, how do you feel about the project? And I looked him in the face and said, I fucked it up. And they went, what? You, you, wait, you, you're, you're not. And my uncle literally called me because he he's a big uh, contractor guy, not contractor. He's more from the, the, he's the suits part of the construction process. If that makes any sense. And he calls me and he's like, you're not allowed to tell them you failed. Like, but that's what I did. I failed. Why am I not allowed to say that I failed? Well, even if you mess up, you have to kind of find a way to make it look like you didn't fail. And I'm like, well, that's bullshit. I failed and it's wrong. Okay. Screwed up. Now let's fix it. So how do you deal with that process of you screwed up? What, 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 what is, what is the mental breakdown that you have to deal with on the back end of that, uh, that huge, unfortunate recovery, or, or should I say understanding? It's just a learning process. I mean, as I said, it's not personal. It's not a reflection of you. And it's important to remember that that means that your victory is also not a reflection of you. It's just your work. You're, it's not, you're, you're more than your work. You're just making something. And so you look at it and you're like, okay, what worked? What didn't work? What do I like? What did I not like? How can I do better? Is this idea even worth pursuing? Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. And all I mean, all answers are valid. You you just have to be comfortable being dispassionate about it when you examine those things and just look at it. And it can be a rough ride if you got too invested in your artistic concept. And that's something that you just have to, I guess, learn how to do. But I've been creative for so long that you just kind of try it and you're like, oh, that was a terrible idea. That was a monumentally bad idea. Okay, cool. I'm not doing that one again. Got it. And then you try something else. I uh, I can't tell you what it was, but I, you know what? I, I think I need to uh, call brother Chris because I've talked about him so much now that now I need to talk to him because I don't like to talk people behind their back when they can't defend themselves. But I think... One of the things that stuck out stuck, sticks out to me is something that he said, and it was, "You haven't lived until you fucked up a fifty thousand dollar project." 
And when he said that, I damn near neutered myself. <laughs> because $50,000 is a lot to fuck up. And you're telling me that it's okay to make a $50,000 mistake. And I'm like, this is why bankruptcy lawyers are in business. You know? And, and, and <laughs> it's, it's a thing of how, how do you... How do you make a $50,000 mistake and be okay with it? Because it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of your work. <laughs> you, 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 you as a person, any person, you are so many things. And you can't place your worth on one thing. That's, that's all it is. You just have to accept that you have a lot of pieces to yourself that doesn't mean that what you did was necessarily good I mean we've all made mistakes you can't just go oh that's okay I made a mistake it doesn't matter but that doesn't mean that you're worthless huh yeah that's definitely yeah. what they teach you down in corporate America <laughs> so <laughs> so um tell me um we're um, fresh into a new decade. So I have three goals. If you don't mind, uh, if I share them with you. Sure. Um, number one, I um, I have this running thing that um, we have agreed. Pub- well, we haven't agreed publicly, but we're going to do that now. That uh, we're going to do a, a race together, you and me, somewhere along the lines. Yeah, I told you. You just want to show up and I will be there. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna figure out somewhere somewhere sick and sweet. I, I will kind of tell you when I'm ready to do that, and I will let you pick the place that maybe we'll do it on foreign soil to make it fun. You know what I've heard is the most fun marathon in the entire world. What? Disney World. Are you serious? I'm serious. I literally thought you were joking me. They they have a marathon um, in Disney. They do, and it goes through every park, and it has the reputation of being the most enjoyable marathon. Why? Because dis? Why? Because Mickey Mouse is handing out water on the side of the road. Because they know how to put on a party. I'm sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> you know something? This is kind of fascinating. The greatest party in the world has no liquor that 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 is fascinating to me i'm sorry um so we we talked about that um uh my uh my goals of by the way i've never drank liquor a day and well no i've never had liquor beer tastes like piss and anyway like that so i agree with you yeah yeah i don't i don't like that stuff i just make jokes about it but um so i have the goal of, of doing the run because i mentally i i have to defeat as you said with your athletics that you do it to uh prove to yourself i have to prove to a bunch of people most of them are dead now so if i die then i can prove to them when i get to the pearly gates well bitch at least i did it so shut the fuck up and go sit down but um pass by the run i have this military test that i want to pass I don't know if I really want to go in. I don't really, I don't know if I really want to be qualified for the military at this point in time, but I do want to pass the test because I have to prove it to myself that I can pass it 
which is one of the, the stains on my high school career was that I could not pass that test. And part of it was mental. And then the second thing I want to do is, like I said, I was fascinated by your whole vehicular project because when I was a kid and uh, just to, just to go back context, this might be confusing. So just stay with me. We're on a roller coaster here, right? Disney world. Ha ha ha. Um, I liked what you were doing because it, it triggered a part of my subconscious that I'd forgotten about. That makes sense. And it wasn't until I sat down and you can listen to my aunt's podcast. Uh, it's Aunt Stacy. If you want to listen to it, uh, go back. Uh, it, it was last year sometime. But every time we would talk, her and one of my best friends, Ashley, we did a three part podcast, which this is literally now three parts. Um, congratulations. You're the second person to do a three part podcast with me. Um, they would always ask me how I feel. And I'd go, what do you mean how I feel? Like I would call my aunt or my best friend, Ashley, and I would say, I'll, you know, this pissed me off, blah, blah, mad, this happened, blah, blah. And she's like, so how does that make you feel? I'm like, the fuck are you doing to me? Just go sit the fucking dumb. I, women, give me a man. At least you just say, where's the guns? Let's go kill their ass. You know, but y'all want to go get all emotional and shit. So anyway, the thing that, it took me a while to process what they had said. But when I began to process it, uh, literally this year, I started to remember the parts of me that I had forgotten or that I was stripped of, if you will. And so when that vehicular science lab opened, it, it triggered something, but I didn't understand what it was until I literally started writing this podcast. And... I remember that I used to work on cars. That was my first job. I worked on cars with a mentor of mine. I posted it on Facebook. I think you saw it. And, and so my second passion for this decade is that I'm not going to, I'm not opening an auto mechanic shop. That's not what I'm going to do, but I do want to work on my own car and I want to learn my own car. And I want to be able to, I, I basically want to be one with my car and know everything about it so that whatever happens, I don't get screwed, if that makes any sense. I think that's a great goal. Yeah. And then my third goal is that I'm going to really tap into my creative spot because also when you built that workshop, the wood shop, that kind of triggered because literally when I was a kid, uh, my grandmother didn't have a lot of money. And I'm not going to say that I didn't have toys because I did. But um, I, I didn't play with them because I spent most of my time stacking wood for her to burn in the, in the fireplace. And so I spent a lot of time building shit on the wood pile. And uh, I remember going in the garage and finding because we didn't have any nails in the house at the time. And so anytime a nail was left around somewhere, I'd pick them up, <laughs> excuse me, and use them to nail wood, pieces of wood together to make crazy things like footstools and end tables and all sorts of other crazy things that I made for my room. And so I've been kind of passionate, even as a young person about a wood shop. 
And uh, I think I'm at the point now where I could literally build my own wood shop. So I'm building three things over the next 10 years. This is my goal. I'm going to build a gym. I already have that finished downstairs, but I'm going to have to redo it in a minute because I'm going to grow out of it. But I'm building a gym. I'm building a garage for me to work on my car. And I'm building me a wood shop. Those are my three goals for the next 10 years. What are yours? So... Not really sure. I have, I'm not somebody who breaks their goals down at the beginning of the year, but I tend to be the kind of person to constantly look at things and examine adjust to make new goals. But I want to do a lot more photography and I want to explore some new creative outlets and see what I can discover my interests are that maybe I didn't know were interested in the first place and then I want to find new ways to help people learn and explore I have a few ideas that I'm working on that um, you're just going to have to discover when I'm ready to share them with everybody but I come on now a text message can be very nice in about two seconds I can turn this phone off and we can talk about it you know Um, but I'm working on a couple of ways to help people do some creative learning that I think will be pretty cool. And I I just really want to allow myself the space to explore things that maybe I didn't know I liked or maybe I thought I didn't have the capacity to either enjoy or excel at. Huh. Well, I think that you have a great 10 years ahead of you. And, and I say that without even knowing what you're going to do. But just, <laughs> just knowing who I'm speaking with is fascinating in itself. And I appreciate you taking time away from your creative life to chat with me for this amount of time. And um, is there anything that I can do for you from a plugging standpoint? Where do you want people to go and find the great moose? Buy your you stuff. Find me on Instagram. Um, I have two Instagram channels. One is purely for art. That's a really easy one. Lift box, L-I-S-D-O-K-T. The other is where you can buy cool stuff. And that is my store. It's Shop in Talio. That's S-H-O-P-I-N-T-A-L-D-I-S. Okay, um, I'm I'm gonna have to put those in the show notes just in case somebody might not you got those. Um, I have to make sure that that we're following each other on Instagram because you know I got booted off of the first one, so um, I'm still trying oh, to remember. Right. Yeah, I'm still trying to remember who was on my Instagram before. So it's Instagram.com forward slash Eric Deshaun Barrett. You know, just in case you. Uh, did not get an invite to be re-added or you thought I just don't like you anymore and, and, and deleted you. <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that, I think it's, like I said, it's been a great time to talk to you and I thank you for uh, taking time out of your, your life to uh, to chat with me. It's been great. All right. I'm, I'm going to say something because I, 
I have to brace myself. My granny always told me, prepare for the worst, but hope for the best. And in preparing for the worst, I realize that for some of you, this may be the last time that we can connect. I, I know it's been a wonderful journey and, and I, I wish that you would stick around. I, I hope that this can be the turning point for you to go, ah, I'm going to give this brother a try. Just, just, just for a little bit. Maybe, maybe I can learn something else. You know, maybe I can connect and hear him talk to some other people that might be just like Moose. Moose? But if not, it's been fun. I've enjoyed your being here. And I would rather, if this is our last moment, for us to go out on a high note. So please, hit me up on Instagram.com forward slash Eric Deshaun Barrett. On Twitter at Eric D. Barrett. Facebook at same. YouTube at Eric Barrett. And then email me, EricDeshaunBarrett at gmail.com. Let me know how you have enjoyed these three conversations. Let me know what your takeaway was from these conversations. And if maybe we can present an argument to each other that will seem reasonable for us to stay on a little bit longer as friends, then I hope that that can happen. I really do. I hope that you would consider if you hit the subscribe button for the Liz conversation or the follow button, whatever your platform requires. I hope that you will consider, even though I told you in the other two, that after the day you were free to unsubscribe or follow if you want, but I hope you will consider not doing that. I hope that you will say, I'm just going to give it a a little shot. I'm going to keep going with him. Would you consider that? I hope so. I believe that there's something in you that will do. And so if my belief is true, then I'm going to see you tomorrow. I'm going to hear, I'm going to speak to you tomorrow. I would love to see you. Like I said, you can hit me up online. I gave you the the information. Just go ahead and hit rewind and get it back. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Eric Barrett, YouTube, Eric Deshaun Barrett, Instagram, Eric D. Barrett, Twitter, Eric D. Barrett, Facebook. See, I told you again. So you got to go back and rewind cool. Oh, email too. EricDeshaunBarrett at gmail.com. You got it all. You got it twice. No requirements from you but to just stick around. So, if our wish, my wish is your command, then until tomorrow, for me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters! Laters!